I was honored to be invited onto a show last week. Uh, it's got a cute name, Wombs with a View. It's Sylvia Odfoss and Jenny B, two of my colleagues and friends from Montreal. And we talked about an interesting subject. The question was, should women give birth in the hospital? And my answer is, yes, they should if they want to. But we have the ability to provide a safe and sacred space for women to give birth in the hospital, in their own homes, in midwife-led birthing centers. And it's a shame that we do not have those options. It's a shame that a woman doesn't have the option to say, I would like to give birth in my own home with all of my sisters and aunties present. Please come and help me. And that should be a safe option for her. So have a listen. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wombs with a View, Musings with Jenny and Sylvia. I am Sylvia. I'm Jenny. And we have an amazing guest for you this morning. We call her the grandmother of doulas, Rivka. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I just did some quick calculations in my head. If I was actually the grandmother of doulas, I'd be super old. So <laughs> thank you. That's, that's such not. a, that, no, I, well, I, I, I find, I find we underestimate old women, just like we underestimate birthing women in our society. So thank you for adding all those years onto my, to my status. Well, I think it's your wisdom, right? Not age, but wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom and experience. And, and, the... and experience, yes. And the teaching, right? You are uh, one of the, the main teachers here in Montreal uh, for doulas and for you've been serving women in birth for, for many years, more years than Jenny and I together, I believe. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it is a title we use uh, that we, that we, that we uh, pour upon you with honor, with honor. Thank sure. you. Thank you. We had a great uh, conversation last week with uh, Camille Maheu from ACAN, which is the Association of Doulas here in Quebec. And it brought up some questions, Jenny, right? And who best to answer or to engage with us than Rivka? And uh, maybe you want to go there. How, I how used the, to, toward the end of the conversation, I was going to say fight. It definitely wasn't a fight, but toward the end of the conversation, <laughs> I remember having this download of, okay, this is the difference between liberal feminism and radical feminism. And when I said that, you know, the difference between working within the system and wanting to change the system. And when I said the word radical, Rivka came in my mind. So that was kind of the, the reach out point of, hey, hey, Rivka. And how did Rivka and I meet? Wow. I thought it was the doula thing because she was my doula. I searched out who could, who could what doula in town could I find that had the most experience? Who could handle Jenny? Who could be there in my oh, in my birth room? And she remembers that was such every a moment. Experience. That was wonderful. <laughs> But then I, I backpedaled a moment ago, just before you hopped on, Rivka, and I, I think that our actual introduction was when I was a journalist before I was a mom, and I was doing a story on uh, on birth, and I was doing a story on births that were not taking place uh, within the system, and uh, that is, you know, this is Rivka's book, The Birth Conspiracy, which we took the title of her book for our show today with permission. Um, so I wonder if that is just like a good place to hop in. Like what, what does the title of your book even mean? What is the conspiracy and what does it have to do with birthing in the hospital? So the conspiracy is, um, okay. So basically in the book, one of the things that I love 
uh, is words. I'm a writer, um, not a particularly great one, but um, a writer nevertheless. And uh, so what I love to do is I love to go to the meanings of words. That is the, the, um, the roots of words. And so the root of radical, by the way, is root. And the root of um, a conspiracy is to whisper together. So there's this big whispering conspiracy all around the world and forever that women are not capable of giving birth surrounded by a circle of, of other women. This is not this is this is not true. It's just a conspiracy. I don't think that like so the the title doesn't mean oh there's this big conspiracy and the doctors are out to get us. Mm. Not at all. Doctors go into their professions just as we do. They want to heal. But the conspiracy is that 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 a healthy, well nourished, young birthing mom, and by young I mean of reproductive age. I don't mean like she has to be under thirty. That conspiracy is that those women cannot give birth surrounded by women that love them, um, skilled midwives, and a circle of loving care in their own homes. That's the conspiracy. Do you see that more here in North America, or is this worldwide? Is this going worldwide now? I'm really lucky because I've been able to um, attend the births of many women all around the world, yeah. and this is a worldwide conspiracy. Okay. The most, uh, the most terrible touching experience that I had of that was when I was um, accompanying um, a, a mom from Syria. She was in a, a, a refugee camp in Greece and she ended up in the hospital on her own, giving birth without anyone there at all. It's the same conspiracy that no, you cannot, you cannot take advantage of your inborn knowledge to give birth. You must come to us and leave your support system behind. But this was not always the case, this conspiracy. Women did at one point give birth surrounded by other women, right? Well, they did, and that leads to the conspiracy as well. It feeds mm -hmm. into it, because back in the day when we did give birth surrounded by um, by a midwife and her assistant and our cousins and aunties and, and sisters, the um, the maternal and uh, and infant morbidity and, and mortality rate was through the roof because we weren't well-nourished. We didn't live in an affluent society like we do now. So people, you know, it's easy to say, oh, well, look, those women were all dying of blah, blah, blah. And so, like, they had midwives. So obviously it was the midwife care that was causing the death, which, as we know, that isn't true either. But that's kind of the thing that's put together in people's minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, question we were talking about last week about uh, here in Montreal, as uh, many of you know, uh, some uh, the, the birthing centers at one point had said with the COVID-19 uh, you know, and the numbers going really high that no home births were going to be allowed. And then in the hospital side of things, they were saying no partners allowed. So just being and I, you know, we don't use we don't like that word allowed. But here we were having these rules pressed upon us yeah. and the women in both areas in the hospital settings and in the birthing centers um a collective voice rose up uh, and was able to ch overturn those two um i guess rulings at the time so that home births were allowed back in because the women were saying we're going to do it by ourselves without any help then mm -hmm. um i don't know 
is that what we need is this collective voice where can this change come about where we are now it's wonderful that there's a huge collective voice um but i think that one of the things that this health crisis has done has been it's it's allowed many of us to 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 look at the cracks in the system either in our own lives uh like i only got back into the birth world because i was given you know a month to sit in my little basement meditation room and wonder what i wanted to do with my life mm-hmm. um well because my cafe was closed and i was living with five males and i needed to like get away a little bit so i was sitting in that room and feeling and feeling the oxytocin from the births that i used to attend and realize yes i still have a voice i still need to get back out there and i think the world as a whole the maternity care system as a whole is seeing those cracks so what do those cracks entail one thing is that women everywhere are realizing that hospitals are places for sick people that is what they are they they a place where you go when you're sick and i am the first person to to tell someone with any kind of high risk pregnancy to go and get a doctor and go to the hospital yeah. healthy women do not need to be in the hospital pregnancy is not a sickness so i think that's one little light that has gone on another little light that's gone on is yes the collective uprising of women is amazing it's wonderful that we should have home births that we should uh have whoever we want to to come with us in the hospital that's a fight that's been going on for a while since the 70s when no one was allowed in the hospital with the birthing mom but one other thing that's happened is that i'm getting more and more calls from people who are wanting to give birth unassisted and also from doulas who are uh taking on the mantle of lay midwife and i i don't agree with either of that to be honest like i'm going to support someone to the to the ends of the earth if she wants to have an unassisted birth i will because it's her responsibility and it's her you know um if she knows all of the risks and there are indeed risks mm-hmm. but it's 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 terrible for the for the for the situation to be such that people are actually going to go to a place that isn't a good place it's you know it's not where we should be Yeah, I find this in the doula world. Um the you know the burnout that doulas are experiencing as well, the high turnover in doula work and and what we see going on and and there it's it it can be sad. And I know Jenny, that's part of your frustration as a doula. You're like last week you're saying, "I can't go back. I can't be a doula in the hospitals seeing what I am seeing at the po- at this moment in time." I'm not nearly not nearly zen enough for that. it just boils my blood to see the same shit again and again and again and i'm so you know i i hold my doula friends who are practicing and going in the in the hospitals when they're allowed to go in the hospitals to such high esteem that you can go and and um you, you know not not be that person fighting in a doctor's face because that's kind of my my reaction or fighting with a nurse it's not going to serve it. it's not going to serve anybody um so i i don't always understand how those of you who do support women in just seeing that same circle of we know exactly how this is going to go down and we know exactly what they're going to insist on um i i do I, that makes me think of a question rifka you did kind of touch on it a moment ago um you really touched on it with 
with why so why should a healthy woman not give birth in the hospital or why might a healthy young no uh, not no but low risk pregnant person uh, why might she be better off considering birthing elsewhere than the hospital so this is the thing the, the the hospital the maternity care system that we're working in and 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 i worked for years as a doula and and you too have as well and so the maternity care system that we're working in is a broken system and the broken system means that people can go in there completely healthy and come out unhealthy and i don't even want to get into the stories uh about when that happened i think the worst one that i that i had was a, a woman that went in there without MRSA and came out with MRSA. It's, MRSA is a drug-resistant staph infection. Um, that, that's like the, the kind of rare, weird thing. But uh, we all know women who have gone in healthy, happy, and um, the clock has been ticking, and you didn't get to six centimeters long enough, so you're going to have a C-section. This, this is not appropriate for someone to have general surgery if it's not absolutely necessary. So we all know how uh, a hospital can be risky and not that many of us know how a home birth or an unassisted birth can be risky but what i fight for is i fight for the the, the right of women to have the choice of where they're going to give birth safely if you mm -hmm. want to have a home birth you shouldn't have to fight to the ends of mm -hmm. the earth and like uh you know be contact like i i have two people right now contacting me one is pregnant with twins one is had a uh, c-section for her first birth and they're both desperate like they're calling people in the u.s they're calling people everywhere to try and just have the 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 possibility of giving birth at home so just for the people so, listening i think sorry Rivka, i was just gonna say for people who don't know when you want to birth at home or with a midwife the lists are so 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 long and I think what I, in talking to one of them, she said they could serve 25% of the births here in Quebec, but they only serve two, maybe one to 2% because they're just, they don't have the infrastructures, right? The government has not put those in place. Hence the calls that you're getting, right? They can't get Well, in. I want to say one thing. I want to make one thing really, really clear to the women that are listening in Montreal. There is a, there is room in the birthing centers. I, a lot of people call me and they're like, oh, I need a I need an unregistered home birth midwife. And I'm like, no, you don't. How, how many midwife, how many birthing centers lists are you on? Oh, I didn't call them because I heard the list were too long. Mm. No, 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 mm. no. Call the three oh. birthing centers. Get your name on the list. If you if your name's on the list, then you're probably going to get in because unfortunately, and this is where the clincher is. Many women get bumped off of the list. They get bumped high risk because mm. the restrictions of giving birth with a birthing center midwife are very, very strict. And the government has those midwives, the, mid the order of midwives, directly under their thumb. Like, no, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. And of course, uh, uh, like, if I were working as a registered midwife, I, I'm not going to risk my license by disobeying the rules. I might bend them a teensy bit, but I'm not going to disobey them. So that's that's the thing. Get on those lists, ladies. If you want to if you want to give birth in a birthing center or at home with a registered midwife, just get out there, get on the Keep phone. Keep calling. If you get a snarky receptionist, don't worry about it. Just go down there to the birthing center and get yourself put on the list. But what what comes to mind? So the calls that I'm getting are more the calls of of, of people that 
the cloud get into the birthing center for whatever reason geographically they don't have a mid uh, mm -hmm. center there or or because of a risk situation so-called risk situation and so i was actually thinking about it this morning and i was thinking there's this concept called harm reduction we mostly think about it in terms of addiction so in addiction basically you you will provide safer ways that that addicts can can um can can procure and to to, to get the, the whatever substance they need you're going to provide a safe way for that in abortion as well the reason why we legalized abortion was because women were getting illegal abortions and they were dying in um in 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 all the spheres of of our kind of liberal society what we want to do is we we want to take note that people are doing dangerous things we want to somehow figure out how we can you know bring them into the fold by by giving them a reasonable legal alternative and you know there's a huge number of women who are not given that and, and like it it's important to 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 for one thing yes let the doulas in the hospitals by all means because what you're doing if you're not letting the doulas in the hospitals at this point is you're pushing just a small segment of women, but it is a segment of women. You're pushing them out into the, 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 the place where they're going to be giving birth unassisted. And, mm. you know, I'm all for free birth, but every single one of the women that I interviewed for my, for my show that I'm going to be doing on um, traumatic birth, I interviewed 11 women that had, that had done unassisted births and only one of them said that she would do it again without anyone there. Wow. And she actually did have someone there. Okay. She had a virtual um, midwife. Oh, Everyone that's said, so interesting. You know, I would have loved to have someone there. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's it's not the yeah. time to so, be alone, unless so you're I a think, cat. I cats think, do well. <laughs> cats do well, yeah, but like um, many animals do within a social, in a social kind of environment. Mm -hmm. I loved having you there at my birth. I was so well, there was this big story at my home birth. We, we hid it for a long time because we knew what the people around us felt about home birth, that it was dangerous. And but this time I was not going back to the hospital and we rented a birth pool and we had the birth pool hidden in, in my spare room for months. We would just keep the door closed anytime any parents came to visit. But then I was so stupid. I had this blog and I was blogging about my home birth and they saw the blog that was all over Facebook. So we were found out, but then, then birth time came and somebody filled that tub up with freezing cold water. So, so the birth didn't happen in the pool and it was a very, it was a very earthy birth. It was not a water birth. It was meant, hey, do you remember Rivka? It was a very raw, very earthy birth. Um, but I just remember feeling so. It was very, it was very low, it was low down. <laughs> low root chakra kind of. <clears throat> For sure, but the 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 memories I have, the word is better in French. It's bien entouré. Yeah, I was bien entouré. There were five women in my house, and my little girl was there, you know, watching a movie. And it was like it it was a dream birth. And even though it didn't happen in the water with the candles and the breastfeeding toddler, it was like it it was a dream birth. And it's because it was in in my chosen place with my chosen people. And, and like you're saying, Rivka, like we don't deserve anything less than that to be where you want with who you want when you birth your baby. 
I birthed in a hospital the three times here in Quebec, and I had very, very positive experiences. But I, I, but I was well surrounded too, Jenny. I did have my doulas, which, and I had my spouse. And um, but if, had I been pregnant a fourth time, I, my, my goal, not my goal, my, my wish would have been to have my mom and my sisters-in-law and all mm -hmm. my friends around me and have a, and have this big celebration. But I wasn't there in that there in yeah. my first second, you know, and my third went so fast that no thank heavens everything went well. That's what made me want to be a doula and I switched careers completely. Uh, but then the reality hits when you actually start going to hundreds of births. You see exactly they're not they weren't they're not like my births. The people are not experiencing that euphoria that I was experiencing all the time. Some women do, of course. And I think the roles we play as a bridge between both worlds is super important. And uh, my question is, where do we go from here? Like, what is the how do we change this system that we are? kind of I feel stuck with I don't think we're stuck with the system I, I don't think it's a I don't think I think I, I truly believe that if you put out abundance into the world and you put out change in the world and you put out um, bravery and courage and doing things differently in the world then they they will come back to you so come back, the first yeah. thing is for us as a collective group of women is to say no we're not stuck exactly. with this system where do you want to give birth? You want to give birth in the hospital? I'm going to come with you and I'll support the hell out of it. I am mm. going to take such great care of your bubble that you will have a, a good experience come what may. I will tell yeah. you that you can change nurses if that nurse is being mean to you. I will tell you that you need to reach deep into yourself and make your own decisions. So mm -hmm. do you want to give birth at home? I will I will, I will try my very best to make a place for you to give birth at home. So, so it's not that we're stuck with the system. I think we're stuck with ourselves. I think we're stuck with the <laughs> conspiracy that we don't have power. Yeah, I agree. And we do have power. We have so yeah. much power. Mm. It's all cho the choice of words. And I use that word. So it, I, I feel that many women think that they're stuck. Right. It's that feeling. Well, I can't change the system. You're not allowed to do this. Oh, I'm not allowed to do this, Sylvia. I can't do this. And I'm like, you want to eat? Just eat something. Don't you know, you, you can do this. If you want to walk around, let's walk around. <laughs> and and I, I love I love that imagery uh, uh, of of helping the women achieve the birth that they wish to have. Mm. Where I'm where I'm feeling a little. Like, and where, I, where I think another. Go ahead, Rebecca, go ahead. I think another um, misconception is, so basically there are a lot of misconceptions on the doctor's part. So I remember one time I was at a birth and the mom looked at me and said, um, what should I do when it was a question of putting the erythromycin in the baby's eyes? And I said, well, um, you need to decide what you want to do, but actually the Canadian Association of, uh, of Pediatricians just put out a paper saying that it wasn't necessary and the doctor intervened and said don't listen to her she didn't even vaccinate her kids well mm. first of all none of your business secondly actually i did because whatever yeah. nausea right now and thirdly like the woman has to have the the right to make her decision so those are one pre preconceptions on the doctor's part but we have preconceptions too and one of those preconceptions is that if i say that it's um, 
that we shouldn't be putting Fadulas to be in the hospitals because hospitals are a place for sick people. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have doulas. I'm saying mm. that uh, that because hospitals are a place for sick people, we should make um, we should start looking at that question and looking at that that crack in the system and start wondering about why have doulas been banned? What is about what is this about here? This is about the power of women giving birth. It's nothing to do with COVID. It's nothing to do with doulas or hospitals. It's about how scared everyone is of the power of women, women giving birth in the, a sovereign way. So uh, doulas belong in every birth. Like Jenny's birth, the midwives were taking care of her medically and they were, they were there for the, for the life and safety of, of Jenny and her child. But I was her doula. I was just there to, to just, you know, be with her. And, and when she needed to squat down, I just squatted <laughs> down, you know. So, so that preconception that I, that I, that we, if we have midwives, we don't need doulas. That's another thing that has to be scrapped. Mm -hmm. We need a huge For sure. of supporting women. Midwives, doulas, sisters, aunties, everyone. And then the mom might, might want to just go into the bathroom and sit on the toilet and call us in when she's ready to give birth, and that's fine too. What I'm fighting for is a right of women to have the choice to, to give birth how they want, where they want, with whom they want, and make sure that that birth is a safe one. Yeah, and that's where Mika comes here with, uh, you know, how can doulas support the right for more safe birth choices in Montreal? And that's where mm -hmm. I feel with the systems that we have in place, and Jenny and I have spoken about that, is that when we only have a few birthing centers in Montreal, but so many requests that are being denied because of wait lists, that is frustrating. That is frustrating because they, these women are being told, no, you have to come to the hospital. There's just no room for you here. And that, that's, you know, that's where we as a team at Rock the Cradle, we, we discuss this often. And it's, you know, where it can... How how do we support, uh, you know, more choices? One question I had for Rivka is where is there a model that you like uh, in Ooh. terms of uh, modern medicine, I guess, is where I'm going. Like, is there a, where there, where low risk births are at home or in a birthing center and only high risk are in hospital? Does that exist? I don't think it exists anywhere. Right now, I think that there's a that there was a a peak um, maybe 20 years ago, uh, especially in the, some of the northern European countries. But that has that has really declined, and I think because we're living in a culture of fear right now, we're living in in a an in incredibly affluent times where we're afraid of our own shadows. Wow. So, <laughs> so like. <laughs> Yeah, it's we're true. we're afraid of everything. Mm. So, um, but in answer in answer to that thirty percent, I've that that those statistics have always confused me because women that have called me, many women that have called me wanting an unregistered midwife, I've I've said like go the go the both and put your name on the list. So if you want a midwife and you don't put your name on the list, it's like wanting to win the lottery without buying a ticket. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but most of the women in my experience that have that have wanted to have a registered midwife have gotten one unless they've been risked out or they've not been in a 
geographical position. That's but, such good news, yeah, especially if they're that, continuing that. to follow up, you know, if they're willing to still change care providers at 30 weeks, which is sometimes when you get on the list, That's but you right. do need to yeah. keep, keep uh, following yeah. up. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think that, um, unfortunately the world over, like, like I was saying before I got, um, screwed up by the technology, um, of about uh, 12 years ago, there was a pretty active, um, unregistered midwife community in Montreal. Mm -hmm. And these were midwives that were well-trained and certified in the U.S. who were working, um, providing home birth care in Montreal. And, and they were, I mean, they've been, they've been completely destroyed by um, legal proceedings against them. So that's, uh, that's, that doesn't bode good news to me. And right at the same time when that was happening, it also happened in Saskatchewan to a midwife there, to a, a traditional birth attendant there. And it was also happening in Europe. In, in Hungary, a traditional birth attendant was actually put in jail. And so, so there's, a, there's a movement against women giving birth autonomously and with their sovereign power. And like, I don't like, I'm noticing this little thing, should births take place in hospitals? Yes. Mm -hmm. If you want to go to the hospital and give birth, you should absolutely go to the hospital and give birth. If you want to go to the hospital and give birth on your hands and knees, then you should absolutely give birth on your hands and knees. You want to squat, figure out a way that you can squat. You want to make a lot of noise when you're having your contractions, do it. It's not whether they should take place in hospitals is how the question is how can we fix our broken maternity care system so that if i'm a 24 year old healthy mom maybe single mom and i want to give birth in the hospital with my doula and my sister and my cousin i should be able to do that and mm -hmm. i should be able to give birth in whatever position i want the doctors should be should be trained you know oh i can't catch a baby the lady's upside down are you kidding me the lady's yeah. upside down I have very <laughs> limited they're very <laughs> limited <laughs> okay. we've heard that one jenny we've heard that one i have it's a true i have a book called traditional midwifery in botswana and there's a lovely story in that of a birth and it's going a little bit too long the traditional birth attendants don't like how long it's going so they arrange this little, um, like a little nest in the middle of the hut and they put the lady's head on the nest and then they get her up into a, a headstand and then they put her back down. They, she's in the headstand for a couple of contractions. Then they put her back down and she gives birth. What were they doing? They were just allowing that baby to get out of a little bit of a, maybe a not optimum mm. position and, mm. and, and, and and put their head properly into the pelvis and then they gave birth. So even upside down, we can give birth. Like <laughs> we should be able to do all of the things in the hospital, out of the hospital, wherever, but we should have the right to safe care wherever we are. Mm, That's the it. thing, not whether love the hospital or not, yeah. but, but safe care, safe and, and sacred care. Thank you so much, Rivka. Was a lovely chat with you and uh, what i'm what i want everyone to leave with is that there is hope there is possibility and it's to request what you want and know what you want and yes keep going keep going i Surround would say i'm sorry room. go ahead i'm sorry to correct you sylvia but i would say correct don't me. request no demand. Demand. demand 
Thank yes. you. Yes. Choice of words today. Thank you. <laughs> you can you can you can demand politely, but still demand. Demand. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You said the word power a moment ago. I like the yeah. words power. I like the words radical, and I like the word demand. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jenny. Any last words? Any no, thank you, Rivka. It's always so nice to talk to you and have you around. Thank and, you. Uh, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. Enjoy wherever wherever this car is taking you. I don't know. I don't know. Well, why. actually, I I had the sudden urge to go back to the Rocky Mountains, where I basically spent my childhood. So I'm in the Rocky Mountains. What? Yeah. You're in the Rockies? <laughs>